Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. faithful Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver, the lone ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Hurry, big fellow! Flatwheel O'Malley was removing a cinder from Kathy's eye. It was at once a delicate operation and a labor of love. Nowhere in the West was there a more striking example of tenderness and devotion. For despite her weather-beaten appearance and the fact that she was well past middle age, Kathy demanded and received undying affection from the man of her choice, Flatwheel O'Malley. There. There, don't you fret, darling. I'll have that cinder out in just a minute. It's a brethren shame, that's what it is. <laughs> Dad rotted cinder in the eye of the sweetest Colleen at the whole Rocky Mountains. <laughs> it never would have happened if there was a decent roadbed between here and Denver. Makes me bile when I think of all the money that's spent for fancy gigas in this town. Opera houses, hotels, cafes, but not a red cent for leveling a few grades. So <laughs> There it is, Kathy. You see, I got it out slick as a whistle. Makes you feel a lot better, don't it, old girl? (laughs) 
Now I just wipe the edge with a clean cloth. No, better let you sneeze first. Wait a minute, Kathy. I'll help you. Sure, and you're feeling your old self again. I knew that just as soon oh, as I... Hey, Flat yelling his fool head off. Hey, O'Malley, is that you? You've seen me every blessed day for the past five years. Do you ask questions like that? Just wanted to be sure, that's all. Might have known nobody else would be polishing Kathy's headlight. If any misbegotten spalpeen around here ever lays a hand on her, I'll Don't knock him so... Nobody but you wants to touch that one-lung, overage locomotive. One lung? Overage? Listen, you log rolling varmint. There ain't a finer steam engine west of Dublin than Kathy. She can out-pull, out-climb, out... I know, I know. I hate to interrupt you when you're chilling with your best girl. But the boss wants to see you pronto. Uh, the boss, eh? Why can't them white-collared chair armors like Mel Williams leave an honest working man alone? What does he want? I don't know. He said something about special orders. Special orders? I know one thing. H.A.W. Tabor himself is sitting in Williams' office. Ah, Tabor. <laughs> Seeing him is all I need to Better give me... take it easy, Flatwheel. Tabor's the richest man here in Leadville. Besides, only his best friends call him whore. And if I'll think... call the money-mad varmint anything I'm a mind to. If he's so rich, why don't he level a few grades between here and Denver so Kathy won't have to bust her piston links trying Tell to get... Tell that. I will. And you, Spud Carty, you'd better be remembered your job. You're Kathy's fireman. Throw some logs into her firebox. Get the steam up. And watch that pressure gauge. Yeah, I know. I'll be right back. Ah, oh, Tabor. Who does he think he is? I'll tell him a thing or two when I see him. <laughs> Williams, if you've got anything to say to me, be quick about it. I've got work to do. Kathy ain't been feeling well Shut lately. Up, O'Malley. Now listen, just because you happen to be the dispatcher and freight agent, don't think you can uh, tell me to... <clears throat> Mr. Tabor, this is our engineer, Flatwheel O'Malley. Faith, and I didn't uh, know that... Glad to know you, Flatwheel. So you're hot Tabor, huh? Wait a minute, O'Malley. You don't know Mr. Tabor well enough. That's all right, Williams. A real-life billionaire. Mm, hardly a billion. I've been working for you for over five years, and this is the first time I... You know, Hop, you don't look no different than an ordinary critter. <laughs> I'm not. Well, since you own the railroad, Haw, and two or three silver mines to boot, you might as well know that your dog blasts a skippy road better as making Kathy an old woman before her time. She ain't able uh, to... you say Kathy? He means that rusty coffee bottle of an engine, Mr. Tabor. The old fool calls it Kathy. Oh, oh, I see. So Kathy's a coffee pot. And I'm an old fool, am I? Now listen here, will you? Shut up. Can... You blow off more steam than she does. Mr. Tabor's down here to give you some special orders. Keep your mouth shut and listen. Well, all right. What's the orders? On your return trip from Denver, I want you to pick up two wooden cases. They'll be waiting for you at the station. Now, you watch them carefully. It's important that they arrive here safely tomorrow. Wooden cases? What's in them? None of our business. Your job is to haul the freight, not to examine Just asking, that's all. Happen to remember that tomorrow's payday here at the mines. Thought maybe Kathy and me might be hauling the payroll. Mm, you might. And if that's the case, that pigeon-toed lopsided roadbed between here and Denver is liable to jolt the whole shebang into Clear Creek. Me and Kathy with it. You and the engine wouldn't be any loss. Now get out of here, flat wheel, and highball that calliope to Denver. You've got your orders. All right. Me and Kathy will do our best. And as far as a roadbed is concerned, O'Malley, 
We'll get together sometime and see what can be done. Yeah? You ever deadhead on your own railroad train, huh? Nope. I generally drive a team whenever I do any traveling. I thought so. Generally drives a team whenever he does any traveling. <laughs> Never rides his own railroad. Be out to someday. He'll find out. <laughs> when will you be pulling out? Right away, I guess. As soon as O'Malley gets some special orders from Mr. Tabor. Here he is now. What is it, Flatwheel? I tell you, Spud, this job is enough to try the soul of every saint. How's Kathy? She's all right. Steam's up and ready to go. What's the special orders? Got to pick up two wooden cases for hot table. Yeah? Well, uh, what do you think I'll that... see you later, Spud. Uh, sure. Who's he? Uh, Royce Egan. Deals Pharaoh at the Central Cafe. Well, uh, what are we waiting for now? Nothing. If Kathy's ready, come on. <laughs> Kathy, me darling, take it easy, but let him know we're leaving. Sure, Royce. Saw him stand down at the end of the bar just a minute ago. Want me to get no, out? No, no, I'll find him. Uh, Thorpe. Well, hello, Egan. What are you doing up at this time of day? I thought gamblers always slept till noon. Well, they do. Unless they happen to stumble onto something good. Yeah? What does that mean? If you, Pete, Joe, and I straddle some horses tomorrow afternoon, we might pick up some money. Where? Clear Creek Canyon. I think three o'clock will be about right. And the money's laying on the bottom of the creek, I suppose. No. In two boxes on the floor of a wooden caboose trailing a narrow-gauge engine. I don't get it. Well, the way I've got it figured, it's the payroll cash for all three of Tabor's mines. The payroll? Say, that ought to be worth at least... Do we head for Clear Creek? I'd like to see anybody try and stop us. Flatwheel O'Malley's trip from Leadville to Denver was uneventful. As usual, Kathy snorted and complained a few times because of the uneven roadbed. But under O'Malley's gentle hand, she forged steadily ahead. The following afternoon found them entering Clear Creek Canyon on the return trip to Leadville. Now take it easy, Kathy. This is a hard pull, darling, but I know you'll make it up. God blast it. This cockeyed rail is so crooked it's a wonder Kathy can keep her legs. I wish that bump had been on Bob Tabor's head. More logs, bud. More logs. How can we down and work without food? In the meantime, on the mountain trail, high above the canyon, the lone ranger and Tonto reined their horses to a halt. Hold Silver, hold Easy now, easy, big fella. I'm sure Sky Thorpe and those men rode down here for some reason, Tonto. Ah. They're not in the habit of riding for pleasure. We trail them, Kimasabi. Until we find out what they're up to. Come on, Silver, get on, scout!
come, Sky. Yeah. Hurry up with that axe and send that tree under the track. Stop him. If he gets that log very hard, it'll bust his steam teapot into a million pieces. Hey, look at it. Is that all there is to the train, an engine, a tender, and a caboose? As long as it's carrying Tabor's payroll, it's big enough for us. Well, get those masks over your faces. Keep your guns handy. Here it comes. Can't you see we're hitting the grade? How can I see anything when I'm breaking my back stroke on this one long cook stove? Cook stove, you say? I wasn't so busy holding Kathy's head to the rail, I'd make you eat them words, Bud Carter. Insulting the bravest, the noblest. By the hills of Kalani, what's this? What? A tree, straight across the dag blasted track. Easy, Kathy, easy. Now, how are we going to get all that? Right, Grandpa. Out of that can. Come up with your hands up. Are you all the saints? Outlaws. Come on, shake a leg. We ain't got all day. You dag-blasted thieving hyenas. Everyone, you're wearing a mask. I ought to take my crow wrench and crack a few skulls. You won't do nothing but get out of that camp. You, you. you too, Buster. All right, I'm getting out, ain't I? Now, you keep them covered, Pete. The rest of us will see what's in those boxes back in the caboose. Go ahead. Job like this is a cinch. Until you find something you don't expect. Put in the back of the caboose, see? Wearing a mask. Look at the redskin. We ain't cutting anybody in on this deal. Blast them, boys! Right, fellow. Use the engine for cover. Ah. They're asking for lead. Let's give it to them. Look, Spud. Two more of the bombs. Where'd they come from? By the Santa Kalani. They're fighting among themselves. No! Mally, are you hit? No! But can't you see what them lead-slinging hyenas have done? What are you climbing into the cab for? You can't move the engine with that tree on the track. Going after my crown, wrench. I don't mind outlaws killing each other. But when they shoot out Kathy's on the eye, it's time for O'Malley to start fighting. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes... Please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. 
Sky Thorpe and his outlaws soon realized the telling effect of the Lone Ranger's marksmanship. Oh, my shoulder, it smashed. A bullet right through my... Oh. Keep blasting. We can move behind that rock. We can get to the horse. Oh. That's Royce. Did they get him? Is he down? The old coach, the engineer, threw something at him. A hunk of iron, I think. Where's Joe? Lost his gun, but I think he reached the horse. Now, behind the rock. And run for it. He must hobby me. No, Toto. Don't waste any more lead. They're using horses for a getaway. We can trail them easy enough. You murdering outlaw varmints. If I only had a gun, you, I'd uh, show you. You seem to do pretty well with that wrench you were throwing. Knock one of them down. Wish I had buried it in the spalpeed skull. Devil take the whole lot of you outlaw critters. No, we're not outlaws. Otto and I were fighting on your side. Oh, you were now, were you? We've posted our guns. We'll help you move that tree off the track. Will that convince you? Well, now I... If he ain't the same milk and breed of those other coyotes, why are you wearing that mask? Oh, too bad a bullet hit that headlight. It's one of the finest I've ever seen. Uh, sure, now, there must be some good in you. In spite of the mask, you wouldn't notice Kathy. Kathy? Oh, ain't she a beauty? Look at them drivers and pistons and links. And her boilers generally shining like a kitten's fur. Leastways it was till them gunslinging galoots chipped it with lead. Her name is Kathy. He must have a fellow on ground. Him hurt. Who's this, your fireman? Spud Carter. If them old hoots have killed Spud, oh, I... Wait, wait. No, it isn't serious. Just a scalp wound. I'll bandage it. He'll be all right. Ah. Thank heaven. And I think my Indian friend can fix something else, too. What do you mean? That headlight. Of course, you'll have to get a new glass for it. But in the meantime, Tonto can take out the dents from the reflector. He's good at working with metal. Will you really do that, Injun? Ah. Me fix it. Then we'll drag that tree off the track and you can go on to Leadville. I never would have thought that Let's you Let's get would... to work, Tonto. We've still got outlaws to trail. Ah. Faith, and I can't believe my own eyes. He's dressed like an outlaw and he acts like a saint. It was almost midnight when a tired and angry engineer reached Leadville. First, he carried Spud Carter to a doctor's house. Then, although the hour was late, he went directly to the home of H.A.W. Tabor. Well, it's Flat Wheel O'Malley, the engineer. You're just the man I want to see. Come in. And I've got a bone to pick with you, Ha Tabor. Kathy and me were held up by armed outlaws. Her boiler was pitted with lead from them varmint's guns. Her headlight was smashed. Smashed, you hear that? And if it hadn't been for another gent that looks like an outlaw and an engine that fixed Kathy's eye, we never would have made Wait a minute. I can't make head nor tail to what you're saying. I say we wouldn't have saved your miner's payroll. Uh, payroll? What do you mean? Them two wooden boxes that me and Kathy brought up from Denver. Ain't that what's in them? Well, no. No, I had enough money here to meet the payroll. Those two boxes are filled with slabs of bacon and bottles of champagne. What? Bacon and champagne? I'm going to pass it out among the men to celebrate the opening of the new matchless mine. Kathy and I risk our lives, and she gets her eye put out to protect some bacon and champagne. Ah, Tabor, you're a law down now. Now, let's, let's forget about that now. I received an important message. It's from the Secretary of the Treasury of the United States. O'Malley, I've got to deliver a shipment of silver bullion to the Denver Mint by tomorrow afternoon. I don't care what the you want. bullion is too heavy to carry on saddle horses, so you'll have to make another trip to Denver. Tonight. Tabor, I wouldn't push Kathy over that dad rotted pigeon-toed roadbed again for all the silver in the world. You've got to. The bullion must be in Denver by tomorrow. Now listen, you hear that? It's thunder. There's a storm blowing up. 
That means what little roadbed's left in Clear Creek Canyon will be washed out in an hour. I can't help it. If you won't take the engine out, I'll get somebody else. You mean you put a stranger on Kathy's throttle bar? It wouldn't work and you know it. Kathy won't hold the rails for anybody else but me. But I've got Served to get... you right for having all that silver. I wouldn't haul bullion in Kathy's to booth for St. Patrick himself. I wouldn't even... Hold it, hold it. See who's at the door. Who are you? Never mind, Tabor. He's a real gentleman and a friend of mine. They told me down at the engine shed I'd find you here. I've uh, got some news. Todd and I captured the men who tried to hold up your train. It's Guy Thorpe and three other outlaws. There, Tabor. Maybe that'll convince you I was telling the truth about the holdup. I didn't doubt it. All I want you to do now, O'Malley, is And to I get said that... I wouldn't do it. Kathy, don't turn her wheel till you fix that roadbed. Good night, Tabor. I suppose that's that. The only engine and engineer in Leadville refuses to haul bullion to the Denver Mint. What do you mean? I don't know who you are, stranger, but... Here, read this. Hmm. Copy of a telegram from the Secretary of the Treasury. Well, this is important, Mr. Tabor. Are you going to deliver the bullion? How can I? You heard O'Malley refuse I'm, to... Uh, I'm surprised that a man as rich and successful as you are, Mr. Tabor, knows so little about people. People? Yes. For an example, why you can't appreciate how much a good roadbed means to an engineer who's proud of his engine. Flatwheel O'Malley? I think there's one way to get your silver to Denver. How? Fortunately, the four outlaws my friend and I captured have some gunshot wounds that need hospital attention in Denver. What's the connection between... Uh, none so far. It'll depend upon you and O'Malley. I don't understand... Then listen. A half hour later, surely no one was more surprised than Kathy when she found herself being backed out of the train shed, coupled to a wooden caboose, brought to a stop beside the rain-swept station platform. Oh, now you must be crazy to start on a trip like this. Clear Creek Canyon will be flooded from wall to wall. I'll ride ahead of you on silver. That way we'll make sure the roadbed's safe. Do you have to get them wounded outlaw farmers to a Denver hospital tonight? They need expert medical attention. Well, as long as it's for you. But believe me, I wouldn't make a run like this for hard Tabor if he paid me a million dollars. Amos Hobby, count on Williams for wounded outlaws and stretches. Where we put them? Carry them into the caboose, Tato. You're right back there with them. Ah. Now, don't forget to put all the stretches aboard, Tonto. There are five of them. Ah, we picked them. Five? I thought there was only four owl hoots. We're taking an extra stretcher. Hey, another thing. Who's going to fire the boiler for me? I can't push Kathy all the way to Denver without... I've, uh, I've got someone to take Spud Carter's place. Uh, here he comes now. Well, I see you're all set to go, Flatwheel. Ah, Tabor. What are you doing here? Why, well, I came down I to I was see just you. telling Mr. O'Malley that you had volunteered to be his fireman on the trip. Yeah. Fireman? <laughs> what? Well, no. I'll pay for the millionaire feeding logs to Kathy. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, I didn't huh? think yeah, you were losing time. We better get started. Here, Silver. Come on, Hawk. Shuck that raincoat and get to work. Steady, big fella. All right, about a hundred yards ahead of you, flat wheel. If there's any trouble, I'll signal. Come on, Silver. Kathy, me darling, we've got a green fireman and a load of outlaws. But we're heading for Denver even if we have to swim. 
that fine house of yours counting silver dollars now. Get to work. Open that fire door and give Kathy some logs. Logs? Every stick of wood in this tender is soaking wet. That stuff won't burn. It ain't Kathy's fault. Say, I've got an idea. Scramble back into the caboose and break open those two wooden boxes back there. Boxes? You mean use those for firewood? No, you crazy baboon. Get what's in them. A few slabs of bacon and some of that fine champagne. Bacon and champagne? You must have these fiber takes orders from the engineer. Get going. Now what? Pour the wine over the bacon slabs and give them to Kathy. Go on. It'll put out the fire. Don't you believe it? Kathy likes high-class food. Throw it in. All right. Ah, you see? What did I tell you? Now stoker full. Stoker full and we'll really roll. Matt Wheel O'Malley wasn't making an empty boast. Kathy responded to her rich diet by surging steadily forward. The rough, uneven roadbed flooded with water made her rock and pitch. But O'Malley kept his eye on the Lone Ranger and Silver in the darkness ahead, an inch back to throttle. As they neared the bottom of the long grade in Clear Creek Canyon, the water became deeper. Kathy roared on, her drivers pounding like sledgehammers, even as floodwater slushed across the floor of her cab. The water will be washed away. If there was a decent roadbed in this canyon, the creek would stay where it belongs. I mean, how Roll up I... your pants, legs, Dag, and have a swim if you have to, but keep smoking. Many hours later, when a mud-spattered but proud Kathy and an exhausted but wiser millionaire drove to a stop in the Denver freight yard. Oh, that's the roughest, most horrible ride I've ever had. Yep. Gives you a rough idea what Kathy goes through every day. I'm convinced. I'll order a construction crew to start leveling those grades today. Will you? Sure, no. That's mighty decent of you, Mr. Tabor. Uh, not at all. Uh, what's going on back there by the caboose? Guess the engine is helping the ambulance fellas lift those stretchers. Oh, I'd almost forgotten. You know, huh? You ain't such a bad critter, even if you have got all that money. Thanks, Flatwheel. Makes me kind of ashamed of what I did. Ashamed? What do you mean? Well, when that gent with the mast asked me to make this trip, he said maybe a ride with Kathy would make you realize how rough the roadbed really is. Oh, he said that, did he? So I'm kind of sorry now. I refuse to haul that silver bullion for you. Yes, well, uh, well, I've got to be going. See you later, Flatwheel. Yeah. Wonder why he... Oh, only one ambulance wagon left. Guess I might as well go back and help lift a wounded outlaw. Why, that wagon ain't an ambulance. The sign on it says Denver Mint. And the stretcher they're lifted into it must be the silver bullion that... Dag, Nabbit, Cassie, and I have been double-crossed. Pa Taylor, you're a lion scalawag. I've been double-crossed, Hornswoggle. I...
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.